Hey there, Mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 40. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. If you feel like your to-do list just keeps getting longer and you're hardly making a dent, you are not alone. As moms, we have a constant running list of to-dos, and some of them, like cleaning the home, putting food on the table every day, and doing laundry, they just keep coming back. Today, I am so excited to share the three things that you're probably not doing that are preventing you from tackling that to-do list and finally feeling like you're not drowning anymore. So what do you say? Grab the notebook and pen and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home calendar and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. In case you missed the announcement last week, I am giving away a $25 Amazon gift card and announcing the winner on next week's podcast. Where else can you have the possibility of getting $25 for 30 seconds of your time? If you know of another way, please let me know. (laughs) In order to be entered into the drawing, all you have to do is leave a written review in Apple Podcasts for the show with a five-star rating if you're enjoying it, as I hope you are and send me a screenshot. If you've already written a review, great, thank you. Sharing with a friend on social media counts. Check out the show notes for more information. Someone's going to win. It might as well be you, right? Okay, mama, the dreaded to-do list. And when I say dreaded, I mean it. Sometimes I try to avoid mine at all costs, and then I'm wondering why I'm feeling anxious and overwhelmed. I'm not sure if you've seen the show Ted Lasso, but he has a quote about being like a goldfish, meaning that you are happier like a goldfish with a three-second memory. Well, because I have a goldfish memory, I write everything down, otherwise I forget it. And what that can often mean is a messy brain dump that, when looking at it, makes me want to scream, ah, when am I ever going to get all of this done? But when I actually check stuff off my list, man, I love that dopamine hit. I just wish the to-do items wouldn't keep coming back like the dust that ends up on my bedroom dresser a few days after I clean. So what do we do about it? How can we tackle our to-do list for once and for all? I am so glad you asked. We are going to dive into these three steps you probably aren't doing that can really help you. I have learned these from the mentors in my life and they have made a huge difference. So let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing you are probably not doing is moving past the brain dump stage. Now, don't get me wrong. Brain dumps are important. I love the quote from David Allen from the book, Getting Things Done. 
there's no reason ever to have the same thought twice unless you like having that thought. If I don't write something down, it tends to keep swirling around in my brain and coming back into my consciousness at inopportune times, like when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm in the shower. So yes, do your brain dump, but then you need to be able to prioritize that list. And there are several ways to do this. Chelsea Joe Moore, who has the amazing podcast Systemize Your Life and the Systemize Your Life system and community, of which I am a part, recommends numbering your to-do list items with a one, two, or three. One is this absolutely has to get done today, or it has a specific due date in the near future. Number two, somewhat important, but can wait a day or two. And number three are your back burner tasks and projects that you don't want to forget about, but don't have to be completed in the next few days. So that at least is how I have associated those timeframes with those prioritization numbers. Now you can further categorize these by putting them in buckets such as home, work, errands, computer tasks, etc. And my friend Jessica Jackson from the Thriving in Motherhood podcast, and she also has her planner, she calls these context-based to-dos. So if one of my errands is to go to Target, and that's to get something for my home, and another errand I have is to mail something for work, I can put these together in an errands context so that I'm doing them at the same time in my day. Once we have a prioritized or even context-based to-do list, we are going to move on to the second step to tackle your to-do list that you probably aren't doing. You probably aren't telling all of your to-dos where to go in your calendar. The way that I do this also follows Chelsea Jo Moore's five-block time-blocking system. And I'm going to link to her podcast and her Systemize Your Life system systemize your life system. That's funny because it's incredibly powerful and I want you to benefit from it like I have. When it comes to our recurring tasks that keep coming up like meal planning, grocery shopping, meal prep, laundry, cleaning, resetting, tidying, checking and responding to emails, everything can have a specific place in our days. So that way, when I look at a sink full of dirty dishes or a laundry basket filled with dirty clothes, I don't have to feel bad about myself or call myself a bad mom who can't get on top of things in her home because I know that I'm doing laundry every morning at 7.30 and I know those dishes will be in the dishwasher at 5.30 in the evening. So when it comes to those to-dos that are out of the home, like those errands, school and activity pickups and so forth, some of those can find a place in your calendar so you know where to expect them. The best example of this might be grocery shopping. So maybe you do that on a weekly basis at the same day or at the same time. That should be in your calendar. And when I say calendar, I use both my paper planner as well as a Google calendar, which I can talk about in an upcoming episode. But what about those super random to-dos that aren't recurring? Like for example, my son needed an orange t-shirt for field day, and I also needed to send out an invitation for a one-time event and so forth. Well, I have a block of time in my day or sometimes every couple days for these random to-dos. This is another Systemize Your Life tip, which is life-changing. So remember, just like everything you own should have a home, in your home, and you can check out episode seven for more about this, your to-dos need a home in your calendar. That way you can knock out so many of these little random tasks quickly, and the best part is the peace of knowing when they are going to get done. Okay, so you've taken your brain dump, 
you've prioritized it, maybe even contextualized it, and then you've made sure that everything has a specific place in your calendar so you don't have to stress out about what you're not getting done because you know exactly when you're going to get the most important things done. Yes, this is amazing, right? But there is one more thing you're likely not doing, which goes back to what I spoke about in episode 38 about cycle syncing. We have to know how to work with our bodies and leverage our peaks and dips in energy so we can, in as much as we can, align our activities to our energy. Another word for this, which I learned from my friend Jessica Jackson, is energy mapping. So again, we spoke about our energy levels during our menstrual cycle in episode 38, how they peak in the follicular and ovulatory phases. And even though we talked about decluttering in that case, this of course applies to your to-dos as well. So you might be more willing or able to get some of those tasks and projects that you listed as number threes or kind of back burners during the times when you have the most energy to tackle them. And you may even be able to batch some activities such as cooking or errands or work projects. Another energy mapping process you may not be aware of is using your chronotype. Your chronotype is your circadian rhythm personality. And I learned about it through a book called The Power of When by Dr. Michael Bruce. There are four chronotypes, dolphin, lion, bear, and wolf, depending on your sleep patterns and preferences and your peak energy times. So I've linked to a quiz so you can figure out what your chronotype is, a short little overview video from Dr. Bruce, and a link to a helpful article in the show notes about productivity so you can learn more. So you can use the power of your chronotype to look at those peak energy levels and then prioritize your most important tasks in that time period. I am a lion, an early riser, and my most productive time is between 8 a.m. and 12 p.m. So when it comes to exercise, work tasks, errands, and anything that requires a lot of energy, I like to do those in the morning. After about 2, 3 p.m., I can't focus as well, and tasks become harder to complete for me. When we work with our menstrual cycles and our chronotypes, it allows us to reflect on our energy levels during the week or during a particular day, and then use that information to help us tackle our to-do list more effectively. So there you have it, the three things you're probably not doing right now that can really help you tackle your to-do list. Let's recap. Number one is that you're not moving past that brain dump stage, so your to-do list is downright terrifying. Number two, you're probably not telling your to-dos where to go in your calendar, whether those are recurring to-dos with a daily or weekly time slot, or even having a time block to do, well, to-dos. And finally, number three, you're probably not mapping your energy levels through your weeks or days so that you can do the tasks that are most important when you have the most energy. Cycle syncing and understanding your chronotype can help you with this. I hope you are motivated to check some things off your to-do list today and you found this episode helpful. If so, please share it with a friend and feel free to join my free Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm, where we do bi-weekly decluttering challenges. Next week, we're going to be talking to Lauren White from the Intentional Edit podcast about simplifying meal planning. I'll see you next week. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed, in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. 
I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.